Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-up bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIOSB, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams and all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIOSB. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio on one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. You're a holiday powerhouse. You host the dinners, shovel neighbors, sidewalks, and make everything from scratch. You definitely don't need help making the holidays happen. But Dunkin's Holiday Blend Coffee? A warming medium roast complete with sweet notes of dried fruit and molasses. Or a cranberry orange muffin made with real cranberries just might convince you a little help never hurt. Especially the hot caffeinated kind. America runs on Duncan. Present participation may vary. Limited time offer. Terms apply. First time in a long time. But back like I never left. Taking these things as it comes. You know me. I don't read ahead. Watch me burn down everything. BBE on the TV set. When I'm in control on the road, you can never really know what's up next. Hello. Hello, hello, hello. Braden Harrington here with Davey Portman for Up Next, postwrestling.com, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, whatever podcast app, and of course, twitch.tv slash Up Next Podcast. Hello, Twitch Room. Hello, Twitch Room. Yes, we are Braden and Davey. We are the BDE. We are up next. We are your NXT friends. Friends. And, uh, well, uh, nothing's really been going on anymore. No, not much really to talk about. Yeah, you've been up to anything? Um, where, where shall we start tonight? Because, shall we, I mean, should we start with the wedding? Should we start with the releases? Should we start to the end, impending doom of everything as we know it? Or should we start with a corker of a match, main event, or questionable booking? Like, what, where, where, which order are we doing everything tonight in? Yeah, there's a lot to talk about mm, in the world of, of us here. Yeah, uh, on a like this is an NXT podcast, mm. and it seems like every time we make a joke about uh, someone losing a match, then they. That we should just not stop saying people. We names. called it. Well, you called it last week. I feel like I. I feel like we we've, we've been and saying the same thing every week, and it keeps happening for certain people. But and that uh, I, I quite enjoyed tonight's show, but I did have an anxiety watching it because every time we joked yeah. this could be a loser leaves town match, yeah. and then you go, oh, ooh, but it it could. Yeah, it's probably the name of the episode. Uh, <laughs> loser leaves town. <laughs> yeah. So I mean. Right off the bat, uh, we'll get to NXT, we'll get to everything, but right off the bat, I mean, you mentioned Bobby Fish being released, mm. but uh, there, and uh, yeah, big, big, big fan of Bobby Fish through the years. He did, he was part of Undisputed Era, man. Like, Paul went out for Bobby yeah. Fish, yeah, for Red respect. Dragon. But there's someone who's a bit bigger on my list. Yes. The elephant in the room here. Uh, yeah. This is some big breaking news. Yeah, we've been 
We've been waiting for the return, and unfortunately... Never came. It never came. But to us, he'll always be... The, the finest. finest. That's right. Kona Reeves. Kona released Reeves has gone. By WWE. So, uh, all I know is, we never, we never got to see that character make its return, this comeback. And I know he's been, he was, he was working hard and like doing all this stuff on his, he was injured. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. That is kind of the biggest shock. If you listen to this show, you, from, from years of this show, we've talked about this dude and we've been in this dude's corner. Mm. We are Team Kona here. So, he's gone. So maybe we'll see him somewhere else. So what I think we're saying is... What I'm trying to say... Best match ever, <laughs> Kona Reeves. Let's do it. What I'm saying is, uh, you know, he's got a 30-day complete cause. Mm. Maybe after those 30 days, he'll be interested in talking to people. That's all I can say about Okay. That. That's all I can say about that. But pour one out for the finest... You know we love that. I can't wait to see a, uh, what is it, the Samoan drop? No, the Hawaiian drop. Hawaiian drop. In AEW. <laughs> That's it. Kona. What would his, he's got to change his name, I think. I don't think it's his real name. Uh, he, he's, is he Noah? Noah. Is his name Noah, Noah? Reeves. That would be sweet, uh, too. What is his name? The finest. And he's always going to be the finest. Don't you ever damn forget it here. Uh, we like to point out. There's been a lot, though, of these releases. What else? What else? Who else was in these? There was... Basically, two hundred five lot. I know Jake Atlas. Jake Atlas. Like man, I'm. I know he he had a bit of a nice little run on the indies, so I'm kind of down to see him maybe go to AEW. I know we're just gonna say this about everyone, but literally, I'm a big fan of Jungle Boy, and they got some history between the two mm-hmm. and their boys and stuff. So I would really like to see him be able to t- to tie it up over there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I know Mercedes Martinez. Mercedes Martinez, um, yeah, I th- I think she's someone who I th- I feel you could say this about everyone, yeah. but uh, Mercedes Martinez could really help AEW. I think. Okay. That division, uh, I think that women's division still needs something, and uh, maybe a very solid veteran like her would be good. We've seen Serena Deeb's worked out there, you know. Yeah. And I put put her in the same kind of category, so. Um, she's someone I, I could see being okay. Uh, another one, Bronson Reed. Surprising. Yeah, big big kind of surprise. Really right? surprising. Colossal surprise. Um, he had he was rumored for a call up. There were he was showing up and doing dark matches on Raw, um, and then kind of showed up again on NXT. He seemed to have his goodbye. He lost the title, which we normally see people do before moving up. Then he shows up again and has one random match against Adam Cole. Um, it's like it's like everything just fell apart real quick. I yeah, don't know, I, I just figure maybe he went went up and Vince didn't like what he saw, didn't weird. just didn't get it, so came back and then they were like, "Cut that guy!" Damn, uh, very Damn. odd. Uh, Tyler Rust, yeah, Diamond Mine, yeah, kind of weird um, considering that story. Uh, from what we've heard, it's Paul Levesque. Uh, has had no say in any of this. This has just been right. uh, Vince and like Pritchard and Laurie Nias and stuff getting rid. Jean-Paul Levesque? Uh, Jean-Paul Levesque. Um, but yeah, Tyler Rust, I can't say I really saw it with him. Um, I can't say he's going to be missed, particularly from me. Like, Not shitting on the guy, but yeah, yeah. you know, it's not like overly surprising for me. It's just weird because this diamond mine thing's just started. <clears throat> Leon Ruff? Yeah, that's disappointing. He had a good run. Yeah, they made they made the best out of that. Like he was handed the, not handed. Like he was given these little 
times to like glimmers of things, and he just like knocked it out the park like all he was the time. A champ. Yeah, he was the champ. That's 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 weird. Bronson Reed was just champ. Yeah. Leon Ruff was just Two champ. North American like, champion yeah. in the last year. It's just weird. It's like the long-term storytelling would have been Ruff coming back to attack Swerve or something like along those lines or joining uh, like something, anything. Yeah. They never played. They he just is just Unfortunately, gone. Unfortunately, like yeah, this and Reed too. It's like what, like why? Just weird. So the morale continue. They continue to release people and like the morale here. I still blame Jeff Hardy. It's <laughs> all a butterfly effect of our champ losing to him. Uh, I don't know. It's. It's very weird. And of course, we're an NXT-based podcast. It's like, we we see all the messages from everyone this week, by the way, on at Up Next Podcast. Yeah, from with these releases, I know there's, uh, there's a lot of talk of NXT at the moment, and morale is low. Um, but I still enjoyed tonight's show, but there was this weird anxiety thing with everyone. I but stink. I can't say any of these people that have been released. Yeah, I like some of them. I can't say they're moving the needle for me. Bronson Reed is probably the highest prospect on them uh, of the list, but I can't say I really tune into NXT to watch Bronson Reed either. And maybe that's harsh, but uh, I think everyone's speaking like it's the end of the world. And Mm. it's like, oh, okay, Tyler Rust, you know? The golden era of NXT is gone. I guess, I don't know. The golden era of ty- those great Tyler <laughs> Russ, Jake Atlas matches. Like, come on. I, I'm, I'm, I understand people are like, oh, it seems like all it's going to change. It's not going to become this indie-based yes. show with all the cool talent, with the good matches quality that you're into, that indie style. We're not doing that anymore. We're doing what we used to do. We're used to, we used to build superstars. We used to build Roman Reigns. We used to build all these people. We know. We do was next on our Patreon. Mm-hmm. We've been... Watching NXT from 2012. We're like mid-2013 or past mid-2013 era. And it's like that era was this developmental that had a little bit of good wrestling. Sprinkled it was entertaining. It. it had storylines and everything just like NXT does. But it's still it's like more of a developmental It's disappointing because we've seen it grow. Like yeah. NXT was enjoyable then. We enjoy going back yeah. and watching these shows as you were saying. But we've seen it grow and grow and grow. Uh, to selling out arenas and stuff. Yeah. And and to see it potentially going back is disappointing. But also, you say it every week, like a lot of people do. It's not the cool show anymore. Yeah. Even with this top indie talent, even with Cole, O'Reilly, your Garganos, your Champers, all of these, it's like, no, something else is cool. So people don't really talk about NXT anymore. So it's not doing that thing it used to do it's not it went from being developmental to being out indying the indies now it's not out indying the indies no not at all so maybe we should go back we we know vince vince likes that model he wants you to stand out in an airport where people look and go oh who is this guy and if we're kind of worried about a johnny gargano and adam cole moving to the main roster because how they'll be used because of their size and this is developmental. What purpose is it serving? Yeah. I, I, ho- I, I mean, it's just a shame because it has grown. And if you've been following NXT for like the past few years, like we have, it's like it grew to the point where it sold out arenas. Mm. Thousands of people in these arenas. Like, that's crazy to me. Like, one of the best shows I've ever been to are takeover shows. Yeah. And it's like, that's, it's just, it's, it's weird. Uh, it's too bad. It does, I, I want to, I want to in the, in the back of my head be like, hey, I hope, 
this was Triple H didn't have anything to do with this, and mm-hmm. hopefully, he, I feel like he's unfortunately just has to let this happen. Whereas in my ba- in my head, I know he's like, "Are you kidding me? Like, what do you like? Yeah. Why would you tear down what we've built here? Like, mm-hmm. it's become something so much bigger than that." So it is as a fan a little like, it'll "Oh be, man, it'll be interesting." I I can't see it being a full complete takeover. Sure, sure, pardon yeah. the pun of just all these big meatheads. I think you are still going to have your great wrestlers there. And maybe, I don't know, maybe your Gargano's champers, do they want to stay there? But that they're going to need people like that, these veterans, to help if they're going to try and make these big guys good, you know? Yeah. You can't have it all completely green talent. And NXT never really had that. <clears throat> they were always mixing in like a Tyson kid going down and stuff like that, you know? Well, I'll just fantasy book in my head another thing where I want to see Adam Cole be with the elite. I want to see Johnny. I want to see Champa. I want to see all these wrestlers that were I really liked in NXT that I liked because they were good Having wrestlers. One more run. Yeah, just go outside. back and yeah. go to that show. The Rampage needs people on that show. They're gonna looks like they got brands if they like. Yo, how much? How much? How deep are Tony Khan's pockets? Go from one con to the other con. It's the wrath of Khan. I don't know, man. I just want to see good wrestling. And you know yeah. what? If you watch NXT, like you said, hey, block out all the other things. If you pretend Jeff Hardy never beat Cross, you don't. If you don't watch Raw, you never knew it happened. Tonight's show still had some good stuff. It had some bad stuff, but like the wrestling, I, I always say, I like the match quality. And tonight's main event, I definitely don't think delivered. I'd have watched today's like. Yeah. If you could block out all the news, yeah, I yeah. don't think I'd have watched today's show and gone, hmm, that was a weird one. It still felt like yeah, NXT yeah. for me. It still felt good. Yeah. Good with some weird things that i'm not as keen on but yeah and overall it, i didn't feel the quality was any less this week we're all we're all fans of this and we you know it's really unfortunate when people lose their their jobs especially maybe maybe people though are happy that this has happened to them and i and i hope that they they do the best with what they can do outside of wwe it's not the be all end all anymore no. in this business so i am genuinely excited to see where some of these people go because i know they will land somewhere and probably get to prove themselves uh so I'm, I'm super excited in that in that regards. I'm also super excited because uh, Kona Reeves did reply to us and saying we will be doing uh, a little bit of a chit chat in under 30 days because uh, the, the Twitter he just he just tweeted. <laughs> what he just tweeted? Uh, you you messaged him time ago. I went right to the source because he opened his DMs, but <laughs> and now he's publicly uh, said we will do a, a talk soon. Says Kona Reeves. Excellent. You heard it here. The finest and the BDE. Damn it. He loved the fact that we had a Kona Reeves battle royal at our last, uh, what was it, Up Next Mania? Yes. Like, he retweeted and everything. He was like, oh, my God, this is amazing. So, you know he's a big fan of us, and we're a big fan of him. The love is there. But speaking of love, David, we got to go off track about wrestling. We've got to go back, yeah. We got we to gotta talk about our, our weekend. Yes. Big weekend. Big Weekend. Yeah, we are... Big weekend. Oh, rather. yeah. We, we are up next, but we're po- part of the post-wrestling family universe and, and everything. And, and John Pollock and Waiting, they're our boys. They're our, our guys, our quasi-bosses, if you will. People we look up to and follow in their footsteps. And, and one of them, one half, Mr. Waiting, got married this last weekend. Yeah. Crazy. Insane. And we were the hosts of his wedding. We were. And it was uh, it's quite a time. It was awesome. Well, first of all, I was worried that I was going to show up with a big black eye because in the morning, going for a walk to get a tie and some last minute wedding stuff. Yeah. Uh, I stopped to 
domestic assault yeah. on Spadina Jesus. and walked this woman to her car as this guy was still like grabbing her and stuff. Day of the wedding. And then he's threatening to hit me for stepping in as well. And it's like, ugh, this is you were, scary. You thought you were going to show up with the black eye. I thought eye. I was going to show up with a black eye. This guy <laughs> then got arrested, taken away. I You're hope, a hero. I hope the women, woman's okay. Yeah. But I was scared for, for why he's wedded. So you didn't throw down? I didn't. Right. I didn't need to. I was very calm. Right. Protecting Yeah, her. you're calm. Good. You're a good. You're a make love, not war kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, I try to be. Yeah, exactly. So I'm happy that didn't happen, but you're good Good for you. We're good. So we, we showed up as the hosts. Yeah, we had nice suits. We did. We looked like some bosses hosting this this thing. Yeah, Way, Way, is, Way is someone who's very special in our life, and it was awesome to be there for... The, and because COVID, like, mm. he wasn't sure if he could even have a wedding. Like... Like having a wedding without a reception and and like people having drinks with people, that's what it's about, right? Like sharing like a little bit of. It was a- honestly, I don't think it could have gone better. No, it could, and, it was perfect and was such a celebration, especially after everything we've all gone through. Yeah, um, still going through, but it was it was great and it was awesome hanging out with the gang. Yeah, post wrestling universe, Damian Abraham from uh, Turned Out a Punk, mm-hmm. fucked up. He was there. We hung out with him. Uh, we had Mike Murray. We had, of course, Mr. John Pollock. We got to throw to him with his great speech. Killed it. Fantastic. And then, of course, his tribute, the audio which doc. you got to hear. Uh, I, I lent my my skills to Mr. John Pollock. I helped with some of the music. And he even said he put it on his phone to yeah. listen to. So, uh, at the Bray D, if you need the beats by Bray. But, yeah, that was one of the sweetest. That's podcast of the year. Oh, yeah. 100%. 100%. Nothing the else. decade. Yeah, nothing else will beat that. It was just so perfect, so lovely. Uh, and then we just, we, we had some shots. A we lot had, of shots. We, okay, <laughs> can I say first highlight of the night? Yeah. Uh, I mean, there are many highlights, yeah, but this yeah. is the one that sticks out. And you might have seen Waiting's uh, reaction video yeah. uh, to, to that audio doc. Right. Well, let's say uh, Pauline is now Pauline Ting. Right. Well, Wei Ting is now Wei Stead because, oh boy... <laughs> Wasted. We look over to the bar, and Way's got all these shots lined up. And one of his friends goes like, "Hey, what is, th- what is this?" And Way like, without missing a beat, aggressively like shoved him on the shoulder and went, "Yo, it's Jameson. I've been drinking it all night." <laughs> like Ric Flair, like snapping. He's like, "Woo!" Brayden and I just look at each other and like, "Oh." <laughs> Uh, yeah, Way had a great wedding. We had. I don't know if he remembers it. Oh yeah, he said the Hangover <laughs> was like number one in his yeah. life for sure. I was a little, I was hurting too. I was hurting, but we did, we did shots, we did so many drinks, we had, we had everything. Uh, it was, it was awesome. We, we also like we're we're prof- we're professional podcasters. I'm not sure if anyone knows that, but we're professionals. So for him to ask us to host the wedding, we felt like we were in our comfort zone. We had to like throw to like, here's Way's mom. Mm. Like we had to do like simple things. But I thought we had them pretty early because we both had like one line ready. And yes. mine was, we all know Way is like in the world of podcasting and he's obsessed with wrestling. And, and you know, Pauline uh, is super cool with that. We brought up the fact that the first time we got to hang out with her is when we watched what, Watching a Joey Janela Joey Janela hardcore <laughs> death match and she's still stuck around. And, and, you know, pro wrestling might be fake. But the love here tonight is real. And then I got a huge pop. And then we were told we got to tell people to like wear your masks in certain parts of the venue. So then you said. So I went, love is in the air, isn't it? Love is in the air. But also 
So is COVID. So please, if you're walking around, keep your mask on. So we we were like, we were, I think everyone liked us. Like, I don't think we, we didn't get any We kept booze. it short, I think. Yeah, we, kept we were in and out. Short and sweet. In and out. Uh, little zinger. Yeah. That's back to it. our seats. We looked good. We sounded good. Yeah. We were good. I was DJing a little. I DJed the, the actual wedding ceremony. You did? Yeah. yeah. It's DJ Bray. DJ yeah. Bray. Yeah, it was good times, man. You know what? I, I just want to pat ourselves on the back. Yeah. Uh, I think we did a good job. As and I hosts? think everyone there did. But you know what made me really believe I did a good job and that we do a good job every week is my second highlight of the night, which we, well, we heard from the, the from the groom. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to hear from the bride. Yeah. She got wasted too. Yeah. Pauline, uh, Way's lovely wife saying, look, I don't give a shit about John Pollock and Wei Ting in this post-wrestling. Don't give a shit about Dave Meltzer. I just want to see you guys succeed. <laughs> we got the green light from uh, Mrs. Ting. So, yeah, she's she just she's like, I just want you guys to, to do it. Wei is always nice, and Wei keeps saying he'll listen to, he lis- listens to us talk about anything. That's mm. why he likes Behind the BD is his favorite show. I think Pauline's in the same. She's like, I want you guys to just talk about anything. She was... She, it was it was late. It was it, it, was, it was right at the end. It was right at the end. <laughs> she was great. Uh, it was such a lovely night. So congrats to the newlyweds. Oh, the best night. It was yeah, awesome. it was perfect, and it felt so good to to actually go do something, go to an event, and just have people in unity and 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 talk to people. And 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 there even was a little bit of dancing. There was a little tiny bit of dancing. Yeah, a little that, bit of a boogie. It got a little wild. It was it was everything. It was good. And then a few days, even before, like John Pollock bought us White Claws. I bought John Pollock White Claws. Oh, yeah. We were, what, we were doing shots? Whoo, that Basil Hayden we brought like <laughs> fucking two years ago. We finally killed. Yeah. We did shots with everyone in John's backyard. So it's just been like a, long, a great week. It was yeah. like a vacation for me. John was like uh, giving me sass because I, I was sipping the whiskey. Right. And he was like... What are you sipping it for? You should be shooting it. The rest of us are shooting it. Why aren't you shooting it? Call yourself a bartender. And then John got John lit. John getting sassy, yeah. John got lit on that Thursday on that like bachelor party uh, surprise for way. Yeah, we had a great time. He was and- so nervous about posting the, the impact report. <laughs> <laughs> he was scared that he posted the surprise podcast and then didn't like post it. But then he saw that, I think, John Ceno, shot in the dark, had like tweeted out like, hey, check this out, everybody. It's this thing, Polly. And he's like, fuck, like, wait, don't go on your phone. <laughs> but he did it. So it was okay. It was good. And even if he did, he'd be like, wait, I don't even know what this is. So, yeah, it was pretty sweet. And uh, there was Lego. Lego flowers and mm. stuff. And it was just it a was ball. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So thank you, Wei. I'm going to crack this white claw right now to a Mr. Wei Ting and Pauline Ting. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> You have a Red Bull because we were falling asleep earlier. Yeah. But, uh, I'm still yeah. recovering from the wedding. Uh, yeah, I, I, I was hurting. Since. Oh, yeah, true. You had to go to work at like 1030 the next yeah. day. Yeah, ouchie. Uh, so, I mean, that's what we've been doing. We've been pretty busy mm. this week with, with hosting this wedding and making sure our jokes land and looking sharp and looking spiffy. Um, but we also have some, some things going on because, of course, we're going to get into up next. But tomorrow night, BD Elite. We'll be talking all about Dynamite, of course. Wednesday nights will be your Dynamites. Uh, but we we know that Triple Mania is this weekend. And I said I'd be doing a watch-along. But now apparently I'm reading I'm 
not going to be able to watch Triple Mania, as most people in North America or anywhere not in Mexico. Mm. So I'm going to still try, because there seems to be some people with some links that are saying, hey, I'll just be twitching and stuff. I mean, allegedly, that I've seen According online. According to Too Cold. According to Too Cold Scorpio, I've se- there might be some ways to watch it. So if it does work out, I'll st- still try to share the, the wealth, share the link. But also try to do a watch long, try to do a post show. And if that all falls, I'll just bail and do resurgence. Five Frank suggesting, even if you don't watch it, just do a post show and just make it up. Yeah. There's some sweet matches on I there. I think though. everyone would believe shit you'd say. Like after watching last year's show, yeah. uh, you could tell me anything happens on this thing. All right. Uh, so the, the three way tag with the Lucha Bros, the Vikingo guy and stuff, whatever that match is, is going to be insane. So that, yep. that'll be part of my post show. Kenny Andrade, that'll be it too. Uh, does Hugo Savinovich blade? 100%. <laughs> one, 100%. In the beginning match. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's pending. Watch his space. Yeah. So we'll see. But something will be happening. Yeah. yeah. So follow the Twitch and all that stuff and the socials. And it's Friday the 13th this <laughs> week. <laughs> so uh, for Friday the 13th, we put it up to you to pick... Uh, which Friday the 13th film you'd like us to review? And you picked Freddy versus Jason. That's right. So we're, we're ticking off two franchises yeah. there, which is good. Yeah, this is like a, a dream match, but of horror movie icons. And we're going to talk all about it. And that'll be out on Friday the 13th. So celebrate with us. Watch the movie or and uh, catch up with our review on our Friday. And then I should have probably mentioned this when we were talking about Triple Mania. Yeah. Uh, but we're doing a best match ever, Triple Mania. Yeah, covering all these matches. We just kind of scoured the internet, looked at people's ratings, and we found some other lists, and just kind of created our own list of what looks like to be the the top-ranked Triple Mania matches, and we're going to watch them and chat all about them. Some lucha, so get your feedback in. I saw one is uh, La Parca versus WH Park. (laughs) Who? I mean, LA Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that sounds good, yeah. There's been some crazy ones, so we're looking forward to... to we don't talk too much about some Lucha on this show, so I'm super excited about that. We we just... What did we do last week? We did... Uh, what? Uh, was Next? Did, did we, we do a Was Next? I can't even remember. What oh, was last Best week? Match Ever, Daniel Bryan. Oh, yeah. Wow. That, that was, was awesome. We, yeah, last week. We did a career retrospective of Daniel Bryan chatting. Everything Daniel Bryan, not Bryan Danielson, and that was super fun as well, talking all about his, his whole run, even his Saturday morning slam... And the bear talk stuff. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, patreon.com slash up next. Only five bucks a month gets you all these shows. So many podcasts. Everything in the back catalog. These retro NXT reviews. Everything. And, of course, if you're a patron this month, means you're invited to the SummerSlam up next tailgate Ooh, via Zoom. The hottest event of the summer. <sighs> it's going to be hype. It's going to be pretty good. We're going to do some fun things on Zoom. We... We we're, we always plan things for this, and then none of the stuff we plan happens, and it's even better than we could ever imagine. So that's yeah. all we can say about that. So this that. one will probably just show up. Well, we're we planning shit, is what we're saying. Yeah, I mean, it's probably not <laughs> under the 30 days, but uh, the invite's there for Kona Reeves, okay. 100%. Okay. Yeah, not, you know, not, it's obviously... It's always there. Yeah, so that's going to happen during the day before SummerSlam, and then we'll be doing a watch-along for SummerSlam. And then on the Sunday, it's up next summer. Yes. The BDE title on the line. The big event. The BDE title on the line. Two out of three fools. Just like just like TakeOver coming that's up. Right, that's yeah. right. Brayden versus Fire Frank. Yeah. Uh, patron of, of ours, listener of ours, Fire Frank, won the impromptu Money in the Bank ladder match. 
on Twitch, which means he gets an opportunity to face me, and it's going to be uh, pretty serious and challenging him to a pretty big match. And uh, I'm going to destroy him. He's just a patron. He knows his trivia and stuff, but he doesn't know he doesn't know what goes on in my brain. I I know a lot of stuff like wrestling theme knowledge. Oh yes, and he doesn't. So I'm going to use that to my advantage. I was. I'm champion still because I reign supreme in the name that theme song. And, well, I'm going to do it again because I'm the Brady. God damn it. Ooh, yeah. Ooh. Uh, so we're super excited for that. We have other matches yeah, on that Yeah, we card. need to book some more matches. And, uh, uh, yeah, so we need some more matches. I suggest maybe listening to all of the shows on Up Next this week. Mm. And you should be listening to this already, but Shot in the Dark coming out tomorrow as yeah. well. Yeah, definitely. John, John Cena needs a match. John Cena is in the corner of Frank. Yeah. Right? He's his boy. Yeah. He, he's there together. And I know ever since Frank won Money in the Bank, Cena's been pretty cold. He's been on, he's made it clear he's kind of been on Team Frank. Yeah, Team Frank's side. So uh, I'm, I'm kind of like left alone here in the dark here. I'm like, I'm going in by myself and I'm, I'm just wondering, Davey, like, you got my back. I got you. You got my back? I got you. Yeah, because, uh, you know, if, if you're in my corner and Frank's got Sino, then, like, I can't be stopped. That's true. I mean, I'm better than Sino, right? As long as you got my back. As long as I got your back. I'll be champ. You'll be champ. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So maybe you'll have a match with Sino. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah. And, of course, TakeOver 36, Twitch, Watch Along, and Post Show, recording this up up next podcast there as well so all the stuff all these podcasts all these things uh thank you for listening to our plug yeah good night guys <laughs> <laughs> i guess we can talk about nxt tonight oh, yeah. let's talk about some nxt from tuesday august 10th 2021 and it starts off with some recaps and that of course is going on with dakota kai and raquel gonzalez dakota kai shows up she was supposed to have a match with ember moon but Ember is injured? Is yeah, the they just said not medically cleared. I wasn't aware of anything happening, but uh, yeah. So hopefully she'll be back soon. Yeah. So Dakota versus Saray is what's happening instead. Dakota cuts a bit of a promo first and says, Raquel, I hope you're watching, Mommy. I'm the next NXT champ, women's champ. And... It's totally a heel Dakota. Like, 100%. no more second guessing anymore. Yeah. It's, she's completely the bad guy. And Saray comes out and they start off here. D- Dakota, Kai, and Saray. There's a lot of submission transitions and kicks early on. They're both evenly matched. There's boots in the corner. And Dakota's totally the bad guy, like, kind of playing it. Yeah, she's mean. like slapping her on the head and like thrusting her. And, but yeah, just being like a bully in the match. Yeah, so she hits a suplex and then. It's a near fall, but Saray locks in this like single leg crab, which is pretty awesome, like bending her back. This looked really cool, actually, like bending right back with the bridge. When we come back, there's a bridging German suplex and then a face wash, and then they go back and forth with these strikes. Kai hits the scorpion cuck. The scorpion cuck? Whoa, that's a a Freudian slip. Brandon's going to clip that one. That should be a wrestling... uh, The scorpion scorpion cuck. cuck. It's like the Scorpion King, but like, yeah, the Scorpion Kick. But um, Saray sets up Dakota for this drop kick of death, which is, I know I've called, before Finn Balor used to call his drop kick the John Woo one, I used to call mm. it the drop kick of death because it just, that's what it looked like. Yeah. 
but the new the new one that's taken over this the reins. This is on the bottom rope. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it looks crazy. No matter who she does it to. So she just takes Dakota Kai's head off with this. She goes for a second one. Somehow Dakota gets up and gets out of the way. Hits her with a pump kick. This is when Raquel Gonzalez is shown in picture-in-picture screen arriving in the parking lot to the venue. It kind of distracts Dakota, who goes for another pump kick. Raquel now shows up. There's this, like, roll-through jackknife pin from Saray, but Kai kicks out. There's then spin kicks from Saray. One of them is finally blocked. Pump kick from Kai, and Dakota pins Saray. Her undefeated streak is no more. She's defeated. And, well, uh, Raquel goes... She she goes to, like, hit Saray with another kick. She goes, yeah, for the, like... What is it? Yakuza kick kind yeah. of thing again. But Raquel runs in for the scare off as Dakota just scurries away. But uh, Raquel quickly just says, all you had to do was ask Chica. So you'll never be Raquel, but you can have your match. You can fight me at TakeOver. So, yeah, as we all expected. I, I really enjoyed this match. I think Saray has this awesome just like fierceness. That, those drop kicks, as you said, a lot of the strikes... Um, and Dakota just looked, I think this was right, giving her the win. Um, she's going for a big match and having a win against an undefeated Saray, I think it's a good move. I just, I feel, I feel it's odd and I feel the crowd are a little confused because she is playing the heel. She is, she is the heel in this story that, that NXT are writing, but no one wants her to kind of be in that role. And you had the crowd chanting, you suck, you suck followed by Dakota, Dakota. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they, they feel a bit confused about it. I, I I can't see anyone not wanting Dakota to win this match, but they're trying to make Raquel seem sympathetic. But that aside, I, I thought this was a great opener. It was, yeah. Saray is awesome. Again, that dropkick of death, which I'm still going to call it that, literally is that. It looks insane. All these other moves, that like jackknife, like roll through that single leg, Insane. Oh, yeah. I really love that submission. Yeah. But again, Kai is just definitely finding this this groove. I mean, she worked better as a heel, we've seen, but it definitely kind of seems a little backwards. I don't... If if this is the case, I don't see her beating Raquel, but I think she should. Mm. And it makes things way more interesting. And then Raquel can go to Raw or SmackDown or something. But uh, Dakota needs her, like, time in the sun in NXT, I think, as champ, like a reign. We need another rematch with Io. We need so many different things. That we can go to if if she wins a title, I think. I think so too. I I think there is a lot more options. Yeah. Uh, Raquel, I I I feel this about a lot of the kind of powerhouse women yeah. in NXT. They should be moving on. Sure. I was saying the same with Rhea for a while. Like she feels Raquel feels ready for me for main roster. Yeah, I there's think. so many different things you can do up there as yeah. well. We go to the first date of the way. It's the first segment oh, of fuck, this. Yeah. Yeah, remember last week, Eo and Zoe Stark. Hey, w- wait, what happened to that? Yeah, where's Zoe Stark and Eo went to a sushi restaurant last week. But we have another date tonight. Dexter Loomis shows up at the Gargano's household because he's there to pick up Indy Hartwell for his date. Uh, Johnny mentions with Candice that theory's lost and naked in the wilderness somewhere. Dexter shows up and he says, "Hello, Dexter." His best Jerry Seinfeld. And then he asks, how's my hair? Sorry, I think it's Indy who's like now talking with Candace. Like, oh, I'm, she's like nervous. It's very like teen movie, like yeah. getting ready for the, the first date. Johnny's playing the, 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 the dad that's grilling 
the boyfriend or the, the date. Asks what his intentions are. Tells yeah. him to take her to a nice restaurant. Be home by 10. It's like, yeah. And if you fuck up. You better show her a great time. No funny business. And Indy's like, oh, hello. And he got her like these roses. They look like black roses, obviously. Mm. And he's still not talking. <laughs> and Indy's like, where are we going? Are we going somewhere nice? Oh, is it a surprise? Oh, you with your surprises. Okay, see you, Jake. See you guys. And they, they leave. And Johnny and Candace are not thrilled about this, but more to come. But what do we think so far? I still don't know. Yeah. I'm very confused. I don't know if I, I hate it. I don't know if I think it's so bad that I find it funny. Right. Like, like some shit. I like some bad shit, you know? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if it, I don't know if it is funny. Wait till you, wait till the it next gets segment. worse. Or better. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I also just, I do think all these things are shot so amateurly. Hmm. They keep, there's so many cuts. There's so many weird angles trying to be artistic with it, but I really don't think it is. I think it looks quite tacky. Where's Austin Theory? Is he, why is he naked in the wilderness? <laughs> He's just <laughs> hiding. He's hiding from all these cuts. <laughs> it's all right. You're a big, good looking dude, Theory. You can come back. You're not going to get cut. It's just everyone's phone was buzzing one day and he went, fuck this. <laughs> just ran. <laughs> Damn, why'd I pick up my phone? <laughs> you can't get me. <laughs> yeah, what do you do? Like, for people in the world, like, like, what do you, how do you fire someone if they don't use phones and stuff? Like, <laughs> like how did, how did Matt Seidel ever get released? Cause like, he's probably like never on his phone, like being Zen somewhere, <laughs> but someone had to tell him. Yeah. The, it was weird. It was weird. I mean, and at 10 PM curfew. Damn. Does Indy, is Indy legit their daughter now? It's I like, think so. Yeah. yeah. I do think that's kind of funny, but it's really, yeah, we'll get on to the, the ones later. Cause there's, there's more. Oh baby. We go from that to hit row in the back of a trailer truck with a like a barrel that's lit on fire. They got a little fire pit going on, and they cut Top a little. Dollars wanking in the back. What's he, doing? <laughs> he he looked like no. He's doing like the dice thing, like he's about to like throw dice. But then yeah, he, it didn't look like that to me. Yeah, well maybe or he is like hey you wankers probably. Mm. I mean he was talking about Brits lot. He was talking British the other was, week, yeah. right? Yeah. Uh, and then he reveals that they were chicklets in one of the lines he says. Um, it's Swerve who says, you disrespected us. You snatched my grill. That's disrespectful to hit row. And that's disrespecting our culture. And then he holds up a lucha mask. And then he throws it in the bin, literally. Mm-hmm. Throws it in the fire. And then they all like like pose. And then you just hear booze. Yeah. And I was like, yo, what kind of good guys do this? You don't just burn a lucha mask. I mean, the, the idea, they have, they have been kind of heels as well, you know? And this is sort of a heel faction versus heel faction, except this one's really cool and we just all love them. Okay, yeah. Um, but it's like, yeah, fuck, you disrespected my culture. Yeah. I'm disrespecting yours. I guess. But the, the crowd didn't like this. No, they, they were, were like, like yo. Just throw a lucha yeah. mask in the fire. That's kind of mean. Uh, yeah, uh, I still. I they look the visual looks so cool. Mm. Like the, of them, anytime you're hanging around a fire, right? So it looked cool. I'm interested in the match. I guess we're getting that. It still isn't kind of clear, but I assume that match is happening at Takeover. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. yeah. We go to Ilya Dragunov. 
who comes down to the ring, not in his wrestling gear. So everyone was like, oh, man, but just wait. Instead, he's in a fly looking black turtleneck. He did need a chain, though. He did need a chain. I'm not a chain kind of guy, but I feel like when you've got a nice turtleneck vibe going, the chain does does look nice. I think, I think this worked for him. It looked good. Yeah. He looked nice. He comes out. He says he's not a man of many words. Words don't mean anything. Pain has meant something. The struggle meant something. The fighting spirit. And at TakeOver, he will do the unthinkable. And you will witness chaos, rage. History will be made when I beat Walter. I, I'm destined to do this. And he's interrupted. First of all, um, I thought he sounded fantastic. Great English. I, I don't, Didn't know I don't watch NXT UK. I, I tune in and watch the big matches, but I really don't watch weekly TV. So anything I usually see are in like highlights and stuff like mm-hmm. that. I thought he sounded awesome. Uh, it felt quite a theatrical promo. Like it almost felt like he was reciting Shakespeare or something. Uh, he sounded great. The accent just sounds awesome with it. Yeah. And just, I believe this guy. I, like, I don't believe this guy will give up. Yeah, true. Like he sounded great. He actually, yeah. I, I didn't expect him to talk with such like emotion and uh, aggression at the same time. But he's interrupted by Pete Dunn. Who comes down looking fly as fuck as well? He was like, I can't go out there looking like shit if Ilya's Europeans out know how to dress. Ooh, it seems. Were these like snake pants? Was this like the one time Undertaker had to borrow Godfather's, Godfather's pants? pants. <laughs> Except they were really tight. No, they looked great. I, I myself couldn't rock this, but they looked it was more good. Like checkers, weren't they? Yeah, but like snake color, snake skin color. Mm. I don't know. They look sick. He comes into the ring. Pete Dunn's pretty much is like, who the hell do you think you are? I'm Pete Dunn. I carried European wrestling. I carried Europe, he says. He says, you don't get to compete against Walter or at a takeover because you don't, get, you don't even get to stand in the ring with the baddest man of NXT. Who are you? Dragunov says, well, I will do something that you have never done, and that's beat Walter, which pisses off Pete, who says, you must be as mad as you look. And after tonight, you won't make it to take over. Challenging Dragunov to a match. Sign sealed delivered. It's our main event tonight. And instantly I was like, okay, I'm in. Yeah. Um, this was awesome. I think Dunn has really been improving on the mic as well. He sounds way more confident. I believe him a lot more. Um, and huge main event. Got me, got me super excited for the rest of the show. Yeah, Definitely. Pete Dunne has definitely stepped up. I don't know how he's not a, another guy who's just not a key player in he's, wrestling. Yeah, he's one you wonder about. Like, what yeah. is this guy's ceiling? Like, is this it? AEW. <laughs> well, him I and mean, Adam Cole go I mean, to AEW. They haven't got rid of these guys. You know that they they're saying that. Sorry to go back on that. Yeah, but the talk about what was the quote? No more midgets or whatever. But they haven't fired. You know. Your Garganos, your O'Reillys, your Champers, your Coles. They want, they're trying to give Cole a fuckload of money to stay, you know? So I think they do value certain people mm, there. Yeah. Um, and I would put Dunn in that list. Yeah, definitely. He's such a solid wrestler, but now like he's, he's kind of the complete package. Uh, and I like the fact he didn't come out here with Oni or anyone else. Yeah. He should maybe distance. They should just break that off. And be on his own again because he's he's a he can be a main event guy. Mm. 
you saw it when he first showed up in that tournament when he beat the shit out of someone during like the promo thing. You're like, oh my god, it stands out, and he was instantly like everyone. And list. Triple H seemed to be yeah. like, you are the guy. Yeah, and I, I swear I saw some online stuff about him with contracts and some of the UK contracts and stuff mm-hmm. like that. I, I don't necessarily would am saying everyone go to AEW and stuff like that. I still think Adam Cole is someone I'm very interested in seeing going over there. Pete Dunne, I feel like he's a like a WWE guy. I I don't know. I. I don't know the person, but you know what I mean? Like, Yeah, I, I agree. He should be one of the main guys on Raw and SmackDown. I think the issue was in NXT. I think the issue was how you were using the people on the main roster. But, uh, yeah, I think, I, think, what, I think something needs to drastically change in WWE to the it ripple does. effects. It, it's, yeah. it's all, uh, all these guys are talented. Yeah. You know, and it's, so it's just such a creative thing creative thing because nxt i thoroughly enjoy i think they they despite hurdles write a pretty good long-term story for a lot of their people they have a lot of guys like a pete dunn who feel important but the worry is now is like anyone can leave at any second and they don't value any of this yeah and we worry oh cool you'll go to the main roster to die as well yeah it's weird I don't know. I just want to see the the best wrestling, and it doesn't have to be in WWE NXT. Not at all. It can be in completely other places. You can go to Impact. If you can go to so many other places right now and just put on good wrestling, um, is kind of what I'm interested in. And I think I would be if I was one of these guys. Like your Malachi Blacks was just like waiting, frothing mm. at the mouth to do something creative instead of just sitting sitting with food in the back. Like you know, like some something inside people dro- like Moxley. Something drove him to be like, you know, fuck this. Like, I want to like make a bigger, bigger mark than just collect checks and stuff. So it's like difference for people, and it, it shows, I think, in a lot of things. I hate the comparison that we keep seeing of people leaving prison. <laughs> oh I'm yeah. Like, like, all right, like enough is enough. It's not prison. You're getting paid. <laughs> I do. I do the reverse. Go into prison. I, I do like my whole thing. If I was released from WWE, yeah, was that I've just left paradise, and I'm so like disappointed because i'm now going into this hell and i just you gotta get ready to just fight. do the opposite because yeah everyone's like yeah everyone's yeah, like, oh, yeah, i'm out of prison weird. the shackles are off have they been to prison <laughs> <laughs> we get the metaphor guys yeah uh New ones. <laughs> yeah i don't know i i don't know if pete dunn will be someone who would be be leaving but it, it, it is interesting like they have not released any nxt uk people mm. but um, i imagine there's drastic differences in their pay from i would think some so. nxt people over here that's just my assumption, but I could be wrong. Maybe I still think they are. They should invest in an NXT UK. It looks like it does catch on. It does have good stuff, like Dragonov and Pete Dunne and Walter and all these characters that mm. we see. So uh, they they just had an Iron Man match. Like they had they have some good stuff over on that show. The subculture guys are cool and stuff, but they got some tournaments. Also, going you on. don't know like they've got a TV deal with BT yeah. Sport. Yeah, like NXT. If if that's for, I don't know what the contract is, but. If that's for a couple of years or whatever, they've got to, they've got to put on a show, you know. Yeah. So they can't get rid of these guys. I guess. Yeah. Well, we go- they're probably paying not very much. That too. Yeah. I mean, indies aren't really a thing right now because COVID. So mm. the only option is anything that's on TV. TV time counts, mm. right? We go to some TV time here with Cameron Grimes, the Butler, with L. A. Knight, Mackenzie Mitchell, and. She's trying to get a word in with Grimes. His morale is low. But L.A. Knight says, come on, pick yourself up. There's only one 
mega million dollar superstar and it's L.A. Knight. Whose game is it? Huh? Whose game is it, Grimes? And he makes him say, Mr. L.A. Knight, sir. Yeah, that's right. Grab that title. Put it on my shoulder. Give me my title. So he's got a match uh, next after the break, uh, which this promo was probably longer then. Because <laughs> <laughs> the next match is L.A. Knight versus Andrew Chase. Andre Chase. Andre Chase, uh, a.k.a. Oh, you're still here? Yeah, sorry. Sorry, Mr. Chase. But, yeah, I com- completely forgot. Didn't we just talk about this guy recently? I swear he was just in a show. Breakout tournament. Was he not? Yes, yes, yes. <sighs> okay. Well, All in bravado, right? Right. Knight hits the party foul thing. It's over. Um, and he's just being a meanie to Mr. Grimes. When the real story starts with... ha 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 ha. Million Dollar Man comes out. Were those the same shoes? Uh, <laughs> His final bump. <laughs> I was like, whoa, are you taking another final bump? I'm just going to keep saying that joke every week. Um, he he wanted Grimes to kneel for him. Like, LA Knight wanted him to kneel before Knight. He wanted him to shine his shoes. Yeah, His shine boots. my fucking shoes, yeah. And didn't Andrade do that this week? Yeah. <laughs> Last week. It's uh, Fuego. Yeah. Ted DiBiase says, this has gone too far. Now, I know you're a man of your word, and it looks like Ted DiBiase kind of forgot what he was saying here because I got a little confused. Everyone got a little confused. It looked like they got back right on track, and then it looked like he slipped up again. Yeah, I, 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 don't, I, I couldn't tell if he'd either forgotten his lines or was just trying to like Emotion. act this. Yeah, but it was very long-winded and slow-paced at the beginning of this promo where he's just trying to get Grimes to... Like, yeah, we know you're a man of your word, but come on, this this has gone too far and you need to change it. But he kept on sort of saying the same thing. And it felt like LA Knight and Grimes had to didn't like, know when to yeah, say something yeah. as well. It was kind of weird. But then he eventually tells LA Knight to shut your mouth. Just bring it. He says, Grimes, you need to follow your heart. You know that if you had a one more match with LA Knight for that title. And then he starts getting cut off by LA Knight. He's like, no, no, Ted, no. Stop. So he says, you could, you could beat him, Grimes. So LA Knight says, oh, yeah? How about this? We'll have one more match. I'll put the title on the line. But if I win, Cameron Grimes doesn't have to be my butler anymore. But Ted DiBiase, you do. So he's challenging Grimes to a match. If Grimes wins, he gets the title. If LA Knight wins, Ted DiBiase is his butler. So dibiase says i'm a gambling man and my money is on grimes and i got a lot of money so this match is set for takeover the last line just reminds me of a friend of mine when he was young went up to a group of girls at a bar went can i buy any of you girls a drink i've got a load of money (laughs) (laughs) it's a good one you should use that one yeah um yeah I i thought la knight saved this um I thought Ted DiBiase kind of he when he snapped into it later on. I thought it picked up, but uh, I liked the stip. Um, I I actually really enjoyed their last match. Their singles match was was a bit of a surprise. Uh, way better than the the ladder match they had at the beginning of this feud. So I'm I can buy this stipulation. Yeah, I mean, I think... And I think on a takeover, they're going to want to kill it. So it's just a singles match. Yeah. Which I think we we wanted more than the ladder match between these two. Like, we've seen the... Absolutely. The, yeah, yeah. It'll be... It, it should be good. It's on takeover. I think now they got our... It, it needs they're to They're going to want to kill it. And their last one on TV was great, I thought. 
I feel like everyone on this show wanted to try to kill it because of just morale. Yeah. You know? You want to... Go out with a bang, you know? know, Like, you know, like my funeral is going to be lit. I know that. You know what I mean? (laughs) Just joking. No, I did get that sense today, but I'm probably also just putting narratives that aren't there on it. But a lot of the matches were really good tonight, and I kind of got that feeling. Well, if this is my last match, you know. (laughs) Wait, are you retiring? (laughs) What are we going to do? You know how many people are messaging us? What are you guys going to do? It's all right. We've got Duke Hudson. What are we, we going to do if there's no more NXT? And it sucks. We'll just continue Was Next. We've got BD Elite. We'll do uh, reviews, do Sorry, reviews of motorcycles here. outside of our window. We yeah, have motorcycle geez. racing problems in Toronto. Yeah. Definitely lately. Fast and Furious up in this. There's probably... There's should... biker gangs go outside yeah. my work. Yeah, yeah. They're scary. Mm. Yeah, don't, don't, don't do anything. What were we saying? Oh, yeah. What were we going to do? With no NXT? What are we going to do? Just, just call it a day. <laughs> right off into the sunset. Yeah. We could do other shows. We could do, uh, we do BD Elite. We'll just become AEW. I, I don't think we're going to struggle finding stuff to do shows on. Yeah. We just recorded a Freddy vs. Jason show today. <laughs> I think we're good. I think we're okay. I think we're, we're bigger than NXT, Braden. I think we're, we're bigger great. than NXT. <laughs> <laughs> They sell out arenas, we sell out bars. Yeah. We, we sell out Zoom tailgate. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, thank you, though. I, I liked all the comments. I didn't, I didn't find any of them like disrespectful at all. You guys are all being cool. And like, you just you want to see us do well, and I appreciate it. Although, WH Park tweet messaging me during the wedding. You mean the one he didn't go to? Going, hey, hear this about NXT, no more midgets and all this stuff. I'm at a wedding, WH. <laughs> That's the kettle calling the... <laughs> we go to Gigi Dolan with JC Jane. JC Jane, yeah. JC Jane, a.k.a. my new favorite tag team in all of NXT. You, you try telling me NXT's dead and then you watch this new team mm. on the scene. Uh, no Mandy, though. But there might, be, there might be a reason why. Well, Gigi's going up against Amari Miller. Yes. Um... There's Amari who tries to get some offense in early, but Gigi counters a few moves and then does starts working the arm and does this like arm pull through the ropes here where she's extending the arm and then like snaps it back. She eventually hits this what looked like an abdominal stretch into like a crucifix bomb. Kind yeah, of thing. like a I don't know, like a not a Yoshi tonic. What is it? like? Yeah, like a crucifix. That's one Leon Ruff did. Yeah, that's exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. And Gigi pretty makes pretty light work here uh, of Miller, but kind of kind of looking strong here, kind of posing like, all right, I'm going to change this this division here, um, is what they're kind of going with. But yeah, it's it's good good introduction for Gigi. I feel like they started to feature her a lot more, and they were with Mandy Rose last week, right? Yeah. There's like okay. mentioned, they, they showed a tweet like Mandy Rose was watching, like, oh, you clearly listened to my advice, wink, wink, or right. something like that. So, yeah, JC Jane and Gigi going to be this new. They, they come out to that Marilyn Manson Sweet oh, Dreams it is. ripoff. It really is. It's, yeah. it's kind of lit. Um, looks, look, yeah, I'm interested to see where they go, especially the tag team division in the women's division. Like, mm-hmm. there's titles. So, like, we need more teams. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm, I was a big fan of Gigi Priscilla Kelly on the indies. I thought. Even before, like, kind of the the silly comedy stuff, mm. gross stuff she did, I was, like, into 
her wrestling. I thought, and also her look is like kind of gothy and stuff. Obviously, that's overplayed in wrestling, but I think she kind of makes it work. She, I know it's obvious, but she reminds me of Darby Allen. <laughs> she looks like her. Her face looks like Darby Allen. What? Yeah. What are you talking about? They've got the same like cold blue eyes, same jawline. What? Yeah. No. No way. Yeah. Well, they're both. I mean, Darby Allen with like makeup and. I mean, he does wear makeup. (laughs) Yeah, but like her makeup. Yeah. All right. We'll see. Get him to do it. Get him to see it. Prove this theory. Or face swap them both and you'll get the same fucking person. (laughs) I swear. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we go to the date night. Continuing, um, now Indy and Dexter are going to this restaurant. I thought it was Applebee's for all the Sonic and Applebee's commercials we yeah. see watching wrestling these days on this show. But what was this restaurant? Did it say the name? Sino in our chat said Fresco, which is a great fish and chip place here in Toronto. Mm. But I don't know if that was the one they were at. Um, it looked like just some Italian place. Oh, right. It had to be Italian. Yeah, yeah it had to be Italian. Well, um, it's going well. Indy's going to do all the ordering here. She orders some, some calamari. Mm-hmm. She orders some chicken fingers. All these different Some apps. mussels. Whoa. Big salad. Damn. Yeah. The big salad. Big salad. Like Seinfeld. Again. Then they're eating some bread. They got the little olive oil, vinegar. Mm-hmm. It looked good. It looked mm-hmm. look nice. But she could hear like these walkie-talkie sounds and what sounds like Johnny Gargano's voice. She says, hold on. What's going on here? So uh, she walks over and sees... Candice LeRae doing her best private investigator type thing and holding a menu to hide. Using walkie-talkies to talk to Johnny to spy on Indy and Dexter, which pisses Indy off and says, get the hell out of here. So Candace says, cover's blown. Over. As the date continues. This was the low point of the... the this one was bad. This was the one that had the weird shitty angles. And it just felt <laughs> like a... Like a comedy drama for kids. Like kids comedy. TV after school, like 4 p.m. ITV. Like a Disney show. Yeah, like a yeah. Disney sitcom. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely like, yeah. Yeah, and like, like walkie-talkies. When you just text, I don't Yeah. <laughs> just live <laughs> FaceTime. <laughs> do, where do, they, do people use walkie-talkies still? Are they still a thing? Like people have cell phones and stuff. Did now. you ever do the, like, the yogurt pot on a string? The what? Like a yogurt pot on a string. Oh, like a cup? Yeah. Like a cup on a string. Yeah. Yeah, it's like a phone? Yeah. Yeah, it works. Yeah. <laughs> it's string, it works. Walkie talkies were so much fun. Yeah, they were playing cops and robbers. Yeah, and just run away. Yeah. Just run away? <laughs> just run away. <laughs> Wait, what are you. With the walkie talkie or just in general, just running away? No, just, you'd all run away from each other. Yeah. <laughs> in the streets, just roaming free. Over. Yeah. yeah. They're, they were good. Now kids have cell phones, though. Yeah. They can do whatever they want, they can text. They can search things that they shouldn't search. Yeah, it's a more dangerous time now. It is. More dangerous than ever. Mm. It's the power of the world. So we're saying we should go back to walkie-talkies. Yeah, we should buy some. If we buy want, some? We should, we should start, a, start a cops and robbers league. <laughs> what? Like an adult. You know, like you, there's like dodgeball leagues, right? right? There's no cops and robbers league, though. So you okay. play like a whole day. Where you gotta leave clues of where you are in the city, and it's like cops and robbers. You gotta catch the person. Okay. You know what I'm talking about? Right. There's, there's got to be an avenue for this. There's got to be. A, I'm on to something. I'm on to something. Yeah. Do you know what cops and robbers is? Yeah. No, I just don't know if it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> it sounded like you were just like. <laughs> 
like tag. Like if you just play a game right, of tag okay, or something. Yeah. Like yeah, maybe yeah. we'll just stick with calling a tag. I don't. Know. <laughs> I don't now. I don't even know the difference between the cops and robbers and tag. But you get the you get the thing. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be a good. That'd be a good thing. Let's do it with yeah. our walkie talkies. Scoop NXT. <laughs> Starting a cops and robbers. <laughs> cops and robbers league. Yeah, that's right. We go. Red Bulls kicked in. Oh yeah, nice, excellent, good. So uh, we go to our next segment, which is William Regal in the ring with a bunch of NXT jobber cops, the security, uh, including Parker. Bordeaux, I am, we haven't really seen him. I mean, this was the future of NXT, was it not? All <laughs> these giant lads in the ring. Yeah, there's some big dudes here. Uh, was it the Steiner kid was there? Possibly. Yeah, there were some big dudes here uh, as the security cops. And William Regal introduces that there's going to be a match at TakeOver 36. And it's Kyle versus Cole. Two out of three falls. So Kyle comes down. Adam's here. Kyle gets to pick the first fall, and then Cole picks the second, and Regal picks the third if it gets to that. Kind of similar to Adam Cole and Johnny at TakeOver 2, which we were at. So, first fall, Kyle says, you beat me at the Great American Bash in a normal match, and I need to get that win back, so I know that I can get under you and shatter your ego. The first fall is going to be just a simple pinfall or submission, normal wrestling match. Adam Cole, uh, who's rocking his gold and black Nikes, mm. looking fly. He says, you're delusional. I'm better than you, and I can beat you one-on-one. So the second fall is something I need to get back, the street fight. So it's going to be second fall, a street fight. And Kyle says, I smashed your skull. You taught me everything. You sharpened the blade and handed me the sword. I'll do anything. I, I, I don't care. I don't give a damn. Adam Cole says you've been riding my coattails and you ain't got that killer instinct that you say you have. You're a fraud. You're a liar. So there's a pull apart. They start to brawl and Regal on the mic says, yeah, I knew this would happen. Obviously, he says, if it comes to the third fall, it will be a steel cage match. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I kind of think it's a little anticlimactic. It's very similar to the Adam Cole, Johnny one. It is. I mean, that's the the thing. And... I could look at this two ways. This could be used as NXT's ultimate blow-off for all these feuds. You do essentially this match, the three stages of hell. I think it does work. The um, I like the story. Adam Cole is the heel in this, but he hasn't been uh, he hasn't been the cheating Adam Cole we saw with Undisputed Era. This feud is about who is better, and I like that both guys have picked the match they lost. Um, I do think it adds some stakes of this is really, let's see who is the best wrestler. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm interested in seeing the match, obviously. There's all this talk about Adam Cole and contracts and stuff like that. If he loses, then he, is he going to stay with WWE? Is he going to go to like a Monday Night Raw, a SmackDown? Are they going to give him the push that he, I think, deserves? Because even in this promo here, like Adam Cole is just such a good talker. He's oh, genuinely yeah. like the one of the best promos in wrestling. I, I He's, he sounds so mean also because he's playing the bad guy. He's playing this arrogant prick, and I believe it. He's a step above the majority in that company, and I think that could be the thing that uh, would would make him a big deal on the main roster. Yeah. I, I don't know. Is that something that 
someone can't see past, you know, like he's so talented on the mic. He's such a good wrestler, but yeah. it's, it's the size thing. Well, I'd rather see him tie up with his boys. Me, me too. Well, I'd rather see him tie up with the Bucks and Kenny and all those guys over there. You can't send everyone to there though. You know, literally send everyone back and just send him then. I just, he's someone I do like that ring of honor run with the bucks and the new Japan crossover stuff. Like when he was part of that bullet club, like that was, that was when I was super into rest. Like that was the hype, that era. And I, I want to see him tie up with those guys again and, and kind of, I agree. I'd change the course. Really? Yeah. Up there interests me. No. What Cole versus who, what? Like there's nothing up there. That's interesting. Honestly. No. Yeah. Go let your big guys wrestle on the show I don't watch. And I'll watch the guys who can do cool stuff and flips and mm. wear cool Space Jam jerseys on shows. Because yeah. that's what I like. Yeah. <laughs> I want to see Adam Cole with the boys. 100%. But we got to get to this match. And, of course, Kyle Riley uh, and Adam Cole are going to tear it down with this match. But it, it does seem like, okay, what's happening? Is he leaving or is he going? I think that's what sucks. Because you know what? This... Again, this has been a good show, and a lot of the things that, like, get you down are outside factors. And, may, and I mean, that's our job. We, we look into all this stuff and talk about it. But if I was just a casual, I'd love this show, watching right. every week. Yeah, yeah. Not worrying about, are you going to be taken away from me? When's your contract expiring? Who did you lose to yesterday? Yeah. Like, if I just watch a show, it's... Still a good it's show. It's a decent show. Definitely. I'm just... I'm like, all right, we're, someone's got to win. Kyle wins. He faces what? Cross for the title. Joe for the title. Yeah. Whoever wins. Like, it's it's definitely kind of backwards considering we wanted this giant Kyle run, and it's I don't know. It's kind of we, we it's faded out. We wanted Kyle versus Finn that one time big rematch at a takeover. We felt mm. like he needed to get that win back and do it. It was like yeah. per, it would have been perfect, and they kind of twisted and turned here. Like Finn, now I've seen. Oh, I want to do another run in NXT. I'm like, dude, didn't you just get to SmackDown? Did he just say that? I, apparently in interviews. Like, yeah, I'd do a third run there. It's like, yeah, why did, did you leave the second run? Yeah. Should have stayed. Oh, freshen th- things up. I guess. We'll see. Um, yeah. But I'm, I'm looking forward to the match. I can say the case dip is a little like, all right, whatever. But these guys will kill it. We know it. Yeah. So is that the main event? Um, no. Joe Cross. Not the Butler match. <laughs> just checking uh and i'm i'm it could be like it could be it's it could, deserving of it yeah. to be the main event but we go to tomasa champa timothy thatcher sitting down backstage as they're always doing sitting in the dark and they're talking about ridge holland champa says ridge you're big you're young you're a blue chipper this industry they chose you and everything is good everything is pure you're what's wrong about this industry he's basically like hey ridge you're big and uh, everyone here in NXT doesn't like that. We don't like these big wrestlers over here, okay? We like, no, stop. He says, you've entered our world at our expense, so let's party. I want to face you. He says, Th- Timothy, sorry, T- Champa versus Ridge. But Thatcher interrupts him and says, with all due respect, Ridge Holland. <laughs> yeah, Ridge Holland versus Timothy Thatcher. And class is in session as Champa gets up and throws his so chin. angry. <laughs> <laughs> and then he Timothy Thatcher smiles with his teeth. Uh, I loved I loved the, the the gimmick of the getting up and throwing the chair when you've done your promo. Oh yeah, it's this so is funny. Great. It's the, so good. These guys are great, and yeah. and Timothy Thatcher is someone who, when he was signed and when he was coming in, people were 
worried about the personality. Right. You know? And it, it's starting to come out. This partnership with Champa is starting to show some more comedy from him and stuff. I, I think him working with Riddle helped that as well. But the chemistry here really works for me. And yeah. I do like these styles of promos. It's just different. It's, it's unique to them. Yeah, it's something that they've created in their own thing as a solid tag team with these two rigged, rough kind of guys, right? They kind of they kind of should have won the titles. It would have been hotter mm. to have them like as the champ. Champ is still super over. Like he's a big oh, yeah. star, but uh, Champa, go to AEW too. <laughs> Fuck it, let's go. There you go, tie it up. That would be crazy. No, I'm just joking. Everyone to AEW. Mm. Yeah, I do love that. That's how I want to leave rooms now. Throw my chair. When I'm done speaking to you. Just fucking throw it. It's kind of scary when you're caught off guard. It's a jump scare. We go to Imperium, one of their videos, but it's intercepted like right away, as they've been doing, by MSK, who are mocking them with MSK like jumpsuits with like tape and green marker over the logo. And they are in, we interrupt this message as they're posing with the music, and then they start to laugh and go, no, no, no. And then they unzip and the record scratch and then they like what they're wearing their real green shirts yeah and then they they start cutting promo really aggressive and loud and they're like we're bringing the new ivy drip bringing the new life if you want to be next in line all you had to do was ask you want this work well you better risk it if you want two piece sides and a biscuit so they're saying we'll give you a title shot imperium that's what you want and then they do the dx spray of their logo (laughs) I'm just like, what? Was this MSK or was this Caden Carter and Casey Catanzaro? <laughs> In um, DX cosplay? <laughs> yeah, I... Um, this was the first week <laughs> I really found these guys pretty lame uh, and annoying. Yeah, it's like almost they're doing it on purpose because they're going to turn heel. Maybe. That's what, that's what I'm wondering. Yeah. Uh, and that works. Like, New Day did that. They would... Their gimmick really didn't work. Yeah. And then they just pushed it more and more where it got annoying. So maybe that's what they're doing. But um, yeah, this is weird. I don't think these guys are cool. Yeah. Like I do in real life. I, I, genuinely, I have before. Yeah. yeah. And now I'm like, big oh, fans, you yeah. are not cool. Yeah. Maybe that's on purpose. Uh, I feel like this just is like overscripted kind of thing here mm. at, in this situation. But very DXE with the like the spray and stuff. I'm like, ah. again, like. Like putting on CITV after school on a Wednesday and watching some teen dramas. We're going to beat you. They're acting, they're doing all the like MTV, like (laughs) just kind of weird. I think they're still great, but like just definitely not. This is not the avenue they should. They need to be more. I forgot they were champions, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So maybe Imperium takes the titles. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. It doesn't feel the hot tag feud for sure. Yeah. I would say I'm more into the, the champer. Thatcher, Ridge Holton stuff. Right, yeah. We go to Odyssey Jones, who has an awesome theme. Oh, this yeah. Thing bangs. Oh, I was dancing away to this. Heavy, like, trap hip-hop song. Odyssey Jones versus Trey Baxter in the breakout tournament. How do you feel with all the stuff going on, with the releases and stuff? If you're someone in this tournament, you're just like, well, like, fuck, man. I can be <laughs> fucking fired right away. Yeah. Loser leaves town match every match yep. tonight. So Odyssey Jones versus Trey Baxter. Trey, who's obviously a lot smaller than Jones, is like flying around him, but it keeps getting swat around. And then 
Uh, he gets dumped, and then he does come back with this, like, DDT. There was a spot where he, like, jumps on his back, and they kind of lost their footing and, and were kind of dancing around a bit. Uh, it was kind of short because mm-hmm. this ended really quickly with a back suplex into the rock bottom slam, uh, and Odyssey Jones pins Trey Baxter to advance. Yeah, for a, for a short match, I, I thought they did quite a lot, and I liked um, I liked how Trey Baxter, who's obviously the high flyer, was trying all the same moves he normally would against someone his own size, but the size just wouldn't let him. So every time, and I think that's why at times it it kind of looks sloppy, but it for me it worked because it's this small guy against this huge dude. Yeah. Um, I thought Odyssey Jones showed quite a bit of personality during the match. I liked how he was like, "Whoa, yeah," and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During it, he was very vocal throughout. Um, Baxter, I think, really caught him on the jaw with that spin kick towards the end because uh, his mouth was bleeding in this post-match promo. Yeah, yeah. So he wins the match and he cuts this little promo and Odyssey is being interviewed by Samantha, a new interviewer here. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, first of all, what up, NXT Universe? I'm so happy I made it here. I'm going to go on to win this tournament. And look, mama, I made it, baby. So, uh, man of the people. Very much so, yeah. This felt like someone who was on gladiators or something it's yeah. like mama on tv like, i made moly. it i did it um rather than this character and that that might be quite endearing for him and work i don't know how you flesh it out in this weird wwe universe but uh yeah he was endearing i'd say he is what we like to say wholesome wholesome i will say as someone who sounds so energetic and so fly and so cool his gear is a little weird. Mm. It could, it's it's very, like these purple and black stripes. It's like bootleg Mark Henry gear. Like the same yeah, weightlifting. Well, he looks Mark like Henry Olympic. Mark kind of shitty gear. It's like Olympic, with. right? It's like, very like that. He, he, it's like very Olympic style almost. It's, it's the like, short boots as yeah, well. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird. Yeah. I know he'll change it because mm. he seems like he, he could rock some. He would, he would look good. I think he's, he's going to win. He's just waiting. It's like how long do I have to wait before I can do like a claw and, and like Godzilla inspired gear? Oh, yeah. The th- our resident thick boy is gone. Yeah. In another one. Damn. Damn. Well, uh, Odyssey Jones advances. He's going to face the winner of next week's, which is... Of Duke Hudson and Carmelo Hayes. Yeah, so you think it'll be Carmelo versus I think Odyssey? that would be a more interesting match. Yeah. Uh, more of, like, the high flyer. Uh, Duke Hudson, I've, I've enjoyed so far. Uh, and I think he could be... Um, I think he can be someone they're focusing on in NXT, but I don't know if him Odyssey Jones would be as interesting a final. Yeah, I feel like it would. Carmelo has is de- yeah, definitely. I see Carmelo or Jones winning it. Yeah, but yeah, I see Jones. But we could be wrong, and it could be Duke Hudson. It could be. Well, we go to a video of Tian Shaw, and they say Boa is up next. Yeah, he is. Yeah, there was also. Just before this, this bit where William Regal's confirming that next week is MSK Imperium. Uh, but Malcolm Bivens uh, was outside his office. That's right. Hanging around. And they've... I, I kind of want to go back and rewatch this because I can't remember the wording. But the elephant in the room, Tyler Rust, is gone. And it's Bivens coming out of Regal's office. And he's confirmed next week it's Kushida versus Roderick Strong. But I'm kind of playing out this scene in my head where it's like, hey, you let my guy go? You've got to give me something here, Regal. You, you just, I've just been training this guy for the last however ha- how long, and then you release him? 
I need a match from my other client. Yeah, true. I mean, he, he saw it coming that, you know, he should be getting a title shot, yeah. I guess, maybe. But, yeah, real no, real, no real mention of Tyler Rust mm. leaving the Diamond Mine. So who's in the Diamond Mine? Um, Bivens, Strong. And uh, Hachiman? Uh, yeah. That's it. Weird. And they got rid of our tour. Who else? Yeah. He could have been in it. Damn. Yeah. Damn. Damn. Diamond mine already. Not so diamond. But two big matches next week. That should be That should be good. That's right. They're calling it Title Tuesday. Yeah. And it's going to be MSK versus Imperium for the titles and Kushida versus Strong for the Cruiser title. Mm. Is 205 Live still a thing? I think it's just Jiro now. <laughs> Every week, Jiro. Jiro. G- G- how do you say Jiro 05 no Jiro 05 Jiro 05 live yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can't wait with his jacket yeah yeah. I hope he got a new one after it got ripped from Ridge I mean he's got I many. hope at least some of his mates pay has gone towards a new one fuck <laughs> we go to Tian Shah or so we thought because out comes Boa with Mei Ying and no Zaya Lee. Where's Zaya? Hashtag where's Zaya? I feel like it was about a year ago where we were going, is Zaya okay? Where is Zaya? And now again, where is Zaya? Where's Zaya? Is, Zaya okay? is she hurt? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She may have been hurt, but she's always posting on Instagram. Didn't she know. have a dark match on Raw recently? Did she? Smackdown? One of them, yeah. Zaya Lee. What, they're going to bring her up without these guy people? Well, they're calling Aaliyah up. We're still asking for that. Tag team. Okay, because it's the little things here, people. I mentioned when Jeff Hardy beat Karen Cross, I was mm. mad. That was a little thing for me, but it was a big thing. Just like Mei Ying, just getting up and walking down to the ring, being like, all right, Boa, I'm your manager now. Wait, what? Because like a few weeks ago, it was like, oh my God, Mei Ying stood up. Yeah. Now she's like, hey, how's it going? I'm Mei Ying. What's going Boa on? Boa needs a bit more help than What Zion. the fuck? I think that's it. It's the little continuity things that, that make the difference. And you really you really broke my heart here. Someone someone messed up the continuity here. And it just like, really? All this? Look, I know this shit's silly. I know. I know it is. But you can't be doing this. It just breaks my heart. So Mei Ying's just like, yeah, I'm going to stand up and walk around. because Yeah, I, can't. I, I think it's just different methods of parenting with the different kids. Zaya Lee, she's, her way is... Like, Zaya is like, I just always wanted you to say you're proud of me. And she was always looking disapproving, just in her seat, just watching. Yeah. Never, never really commenting. Whereas Boa, she knows for Boa to be better, he needs encouragement. Right. So he's like, come on, Boa, okay. you've got this. I don't know. And Boa got this. Yeah. Well, Boa, are you ready? Keeping the theme of the night going. Can we, can we just appreciate for this moment a Boa singles match here? Boa singles the, these match. These don't come too often. No. The, only in breakout tournaments. Like yeah, I guess, yeah. Bo is going up against Drake Maverick. And everyone was like, oh, right, okay. The theme of the show continues. Drake Maverick attacks Boa here uh, with these knee strikes, but then runs into this huge, like, palm thrust from Boa, just leveling him. Boa then does these, like, huge arm lift, almost like what Undertaker used to do before he set you up for old school, where he, like, yeah. lifts you in the air. Then twists your arm and slams him back down. Drake gets up on his shoulders and hits him with his Rana kind of into the corner. There's then a huge tope con, like off the top turnbuckle to the outside onto Boa from Drake, which looked great. It looked awesome, actually. It yeah. did, honestly. Uh, but 
Boa somehow distracts the ref, and Drake turns around, and Mei Ying is standing there. Mei Ying vapes in Drake's face, which then causes some, I don't know what, what was in this vape, but it causes some distress. He's back in the ring, eats a roundhouse kick, and Boa pins Drake. Um, I, I thought this was the best we've ever seen Boa look, actually. Um, I think putting him against Drake, someone who's pretty tiny, was quite effective because it made Boa just look like this monster in the ring there. Uh, I quite enjoyed the arm work as well, as you said, that kind of Undertaker lift thing. But he didn't let go for a while as he's still delivering all these strikes. Um, he, he definitely stepped up because he's someone who's looked incredibly green. Uh, most of the times we've seen him. And I, I'm not saying he's a fully polished performer now, but I, I'm seeing something. Yeah, he looked cool here. His, his gear was cool. He did the roundhouse kicks and stuff. Like, he looked like he was more of a killer than we've seen him before. It's just the Mei Ying thing. It's like, okay, so now we've seen her vape in people's faces, mm. but now she's just like hanging ringside and then blows the smoke in his face and whatever. It's like, okay, classic wrestling, yeah. re- really. But uh, yeah, so what... <laughs> You, the whole theme of the night was loser leaves town match because that's been the theme of NXT for the past few weeks. I said Bobby Fish last week. Well, did you see Drake Maverick's Twitter today? Did he, did he put a video of himself crying? No, he put uh, he put like this gif which was just like, "Do it, go on, kill me, kill me now." <laughs> <laughs> and then he's up against Boa tonight. But like, yo, the video of last time he got released, the video got him back. And that angle was so hot. And they kind of like downplayed it. And I'm not saying Drake Maverick's like the be all end all in hot shit in wrestling. But he's clearly knows how to like work and clearly knows how to talk and stuff. I hope if I hope somehow I I feel like he's someone who would benefit with leaving now. You you could put him on NXT UK or something. First of all, but go somewhere else. He could go back to impact. He could be like he would be. He's such a good talker as well. He would be beneficial wherever. Yeah. He, got, he has to really... I'm, I'm, I'm not saying I hope this guy gets released. I'm saying if he does in the near Fuck, future... Have him in the Super Juniors. Have him in, <laughs> uh, Against Toriano. No, that's not... Bushi. Yeah. I feel like he should do a, a video like parodying his video last year. Like maybe this time like laughing hysterically or something. Yeah, something like that. Okay. He's got to go feud with EC3 in Ring of Honor. That's what Drake Maverick's going to do. Yeah. Well, what's the, the? He's now tweeted this. Is that cousin it? Yeah, cousin it from the thing. Vaping. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, vape. I love to see some va- so vaping. So pull one out, Drake Maverick. Mei Ying should. I mean, they lost Zia Lee, and Mei Ying's doing all the vaping. She should hang out with Big Show. They should do a vape like vape off or yeah. something i wonder what is what would be so bad if she's vaping in his face maybe he's just maybe it's like weed smoke and he just can't handle mm. his tolerance is like tn show <laughs> tn show would be the, the <laughs> ship name for big show and yeah that would be good that'd be great but yeah i hope zaya lead gets comes back to the squad yeah. like it's not over yet it's still moving pieces of this story i think she might be moving on we go to date night the last date night here. Indy and Dexter. And it cuts to Indy just being like, oh, Dexter. Ha, ha, ha. OMG, you're so funny. I could talk to you all night. And she says, oh, I've left room for dessert. So in comes a cake that's placed 
But we recognize the voice of this server, this waiter, who's like, oh, hello. Uh, and he puts the cake down. And it's John Johnny Gargano with a wig and mustache, pretending he's an Italian server who calls himself Jean-Paul. Yes. I thought he said Jean-Paul Levesque. <laughs> but Jean-Paul Gargano here, the server. And... Wouldn't this be a French restaurant then? Jean they Paul. Fra- they might be. In a was he? French he was trying to be Italian, right? Yeah, but Jean Paul is it's more French. French I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I, man, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> was he trying I'm to be French? Sure then? The music was French. Was he trying to be French Italian. then? Because I thought he was trying to be Italian. Well, he is Italian. <laughs> <laughs> like to me, he looked like Mario. Like I want to. If I was, if I had Photoshop, I would have put a Mario hat on him. No problem. But He's like, at a French-Italian fusion restaurant that does chicken tenders. Calamari. I mean, everywhere does chicken tenders for the boring people in life. But yeah. like, you know, sorry I offended people. But <laughs> you go to a fancy restaurant, you don't order chicken fingers. You yeah. order something nice. So the cake is there. Indy realizes it's Johnny, Jean-Paul Gargano. They're fighting over this cake. And of course, the cake goes flying all over Dexter. He's covered in cake. He got cake. Steve Aoki. And Johnny runs off. She tells him to buzz off. And she looks at Dexter, who's covered in cake, and says, Don't worry, Dexter. I told you I got room for dessert. As she starts to wipe off cake off his face, leans in for a smooch, and blocks the camera Ah. as date night ends. Damn. Look at Index go. Damn. You know, at first I wasn't sure about these, but this was a masterpiece. Uh, well, Andrade is facing Kenny Omega this weekend. Johnny Gargano is in a fucking wig, pretending to be a French, <laughs> a French or Italian, Italian writer. <laughs> Mamma mia. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah. What the fuck? Okay, so um, it cuts to the commentary who are like back at the arena and they're like, Where's Beth? We need Beth this week. <laughs> Wade goes, oh my goodness, this is X-rated. I can't believe we're airing this. <laughs> it's like, yeah. Uh, so, so, so Johnny pretended to be Italian or, or, and or French <laughs> and is in the wig. And um, yeah, I'm like, I 100%, it's cringe, but it, it's like, it I, I mean, I love it and hate it at yeah. the same time. It's, it's like... It's so stupid that it's funny at the same time. It's really... The last one... This one was my favorite because it's just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> sure. What a week where everyone's like... They oh. should have gone to the sushi restaurant again. <laughs> <laughs> what did you prefer? That would have been... You're talking about continuity? Yeah, that yeah, continuity. yeah, yeah. They walk in and the fucking like squid and wrapped up toilet paper and whatever is still on the floor <laughs> from Zoe. There's like a patch just on the wall, like a stain of the squid she threw. That they should have went off. to the same sushi place, and it should be like, a running. And the gang. server could have been like, uh, you know, last time we had some <laughs> NXT people in here. <laughs> what did you prefer, sushi? The sushi was worse. The sushi restaurant was worse. Which might have made it better. No, this was better. It's still weird. It's still ridiculous. I don't know. The sushi thing was so bad that I got some weird pleasure out of it. <laughs> <laughs> like watching the room, you know. That's how I felt Whereas with Johnny just, in the this mustache. Is just fine. <laughs> <laughs> like we all know, I'm a Johnny fan. I'm a Johnny super fan. I'm a Johnny Mark. Whatever he does is great. But usually, I'm in for the wrestling, and this was not what I want. Well, from I him. think that's 
<laughs> that's what's disappointing. It's this is what Johnny's doing. Yeah. <laughs> it's just this. And and the culmination of this, I assume, will just be another match against Dexter. And I don't want that. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't know. I'm looking at the picture of Johnny with the, the wig and the mustache again. <laughs> <laughs> it's so fucking ridiculous. That's it. Johnny needs to go to AEW. We've decided everyone's going to AEW. That's it. That's it. That's all. Wow. Sean Paul. Sean Paul, the waiter. We go to Karrion Cross. It's a video for his match with Samoa Joe at TakeOver with some interviews mixed in. Great editing here. Kind of like a prime target. Mm. And Cross says, you don't have any idea who I am. And Joe thinks he's different, but we're not so different. We both like to hurt people, but Joe is pretending he's changing things. He wants to control things. Joe says, it's not about the title. I just want to fuck him up. That's what Joe says. I don't care. I want to beat this guy up, put some respect in him. Cross says everyone falls victim. And next week is a face-to-face before their match at TakeOver. So, yeah. I mean, it kind of writes itself here. We, yeah, yeah, I, I'm, yeah. I'm, I am pumped for this match. This, this, they did the right thing. I think it's all set. There's not much more story you need to tell. I I always think NXT do these videos well, and despite what's happened on Raw, I am looking forward to this, and I don't think it's a foregone conclusion that Joe does win. So I do have some curiosity into who's going to win this, especially with all these big moves happening right now. Yeah. We get another promo for Dragunov and his match, but his match is next in the main event, and then they remind us about Title Tuesday next match next week. Meaning all the matches that won't fit on TakeOver will just be on TakeOver Tuesday, or Title Tuesday. But main event time, Pete Dunne versus Ilya Dragunov. And I can't tell you how much I miss Pete Dunne's old theme song. This one is very weird. It's got these weird horns. It's trying to be the old theme, and then it has these horns. I can't melody. say either have done much for me. His old one at least was like, a, more, it, it was better. Trust me. This one completely sucks. He needs to just like get a completely new one. Um, it's so weird. It's yeah. like these horns. It's like it's like a heavy rock song trying to be that old heavy rock song. And then there's like weird like uh, like 80s horns that come in. Right. Like, bah, 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 bah. And it's like, why? What mm. the, the, Dragunov, though. What's his theme? Is it the Russian anthem? I, I, I don't know. Because he's coming it, out singing. It sounds it like, like something. Oh, it doesn't sound something written for him. It's amazing. You know, like it, <laughs> it's amazing. It's just conducting the crowd. It's great. So these two are going to square off here. And as we expected, very technical. They're both doing takedowns on each other until Pete had enough and just smacks him in the face. Dragunov then comes back, hits his like matrix escape and nails Pete with this huge clothesline. There's then a huge forearm in midair from Pete Dunn, stopping Dragunov in his tracks, just completely killing him as they go to commercial. When we come back, Dunn is still in control. He's doing the joint manipulation, but... Dragunov comes back. The Constantine special, is that where he like bounces off the ropes and spins and hits them or something? Looks right. cool. There's then these elbows from Ilya and a pump handle exploder. He goes for that Matrix move again, but Pete Dunne scouts it and then soccer kicks him. So he like he's doing the crab, essentially. It's like to the arm, right? Yeah, so his whole body like mm. collapses onto it, which looked nuts. Um, and then there's all sorts of like chops. He comes back. There's a senton, but there's Fujiwara. The wrestling between these two is just... Uh, chef's kiss there's like elbows there's knees from pete that are killing him the arm bar transitions into like arm triangles and head triangles there's insane spot with the power bomb for a near fall and then a forearm 
for a near fall because Dragunov counters the triangle, lifts him up and power bombs him, rampage Jack. Oh, this is nuts. Yeah. Pete comes back and just like continues to fuck him up. There's hand stomps and all sorts of stuff. And then this, this, this move that Dragunov keeps trying to go for, this like bridging, what, like a pump handle, carry, deadlift, suplex yeah. thing. I don't even know what that is, but he gets it for a near fall. He goes for a senton off the top. He's setting up for something, the torpedo, but... It's the, the, he's like running, diving, headbutt. He's setting up, up for it, yeah. He does. But music hits, and out comes the UK champ, Walter. He's here as he starts slowly walking down the entrance here. And there's like a stare down between Dragunov, who's still wrestling, turns around and Dunn tries to hit him with something. He eventually, I think, hits him with the... the he, he goes for the better end and Ilya slips out. Yeah. And does this like <laughs> leaping kick and goes for like the, the tornado torpedo thing. Torpedo Moscow. But the distraction was too much for him, apparently, because he turns out into the bitter end from Pete Dunne. And Pete Dunne pins the number one contender to the UK title here with some weird booking. But what a match. What a match. Yeah, like this, this I want to go back and rewatch because this could be on the short list of one of my favorite TV matches. For sure. Of the year, certainly for NXT, but uh, this was excellent. I think they've done a tremendous job. I'll, I'll get into the booking after yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think they've done a tremendous job in these couple of weeks of making me feel this Walter Ilya match is a big deal. I said at the beginning of the show, I don't watch NXT UK all the time. I did watch that match. I will tune in to watch a Mako Satomura match or whatever. Yeah. But I don't watch week-to-week TV. And I think they've done enough for me to realize these two guys are, are a big deal. And this match is a big deal. And they kept hitting you over the head with, it's 10 months. It's been 10 months since these two have last met. Um, the match was fantastic. It was stiff. I, I think Ilya is very exciting to watch. But what the fuck with the end? <laughs> the bitter like, end. It almost feels is, are we not even going to get this singles match and they're just going to shoehorn done into this? Because this is bizarre. They, if you're going to do the, the, the Walter come out, out and Pete win, just have him win right away. Have Walter out there. It distracts Ilya turns around bitter end done if if you really want done to win this match for whatever reason it is but the fact that Ilya like kept on fighting and yeah it didn't seem to bother him that he was out there it made it feel like a clean win to me yeah which why are you doing that when you've done all this i just said tremendous work building up this this guy this takeover match between these two yeah baffling but i did Love the match. I thought the match was excellent. Yeah, I honestly do. If you if you're someone who just listens and kind of checks out the stuff we recommend, this was definitely one of these matches. The way they like, like I don't know. I'm sure they've wrestled each other before. I don't know, but the way they yeah. like were like countering counters and doing all these crazy exchanges is like it was so clean. Like the wrestling skill is there from these guys. Like totally. Like I would watch these guys wrestle again. Like this is a rematch down the line with bigger stakes or whatever. There but. was a. Uh... A great line from Wade where he said, how do you beat a man who uh, gets better and better the the more pain he's in or whatever? So the more you hurt him, the better he's going to come at you. I mean, I guess you just play Walter's music, but... 
It's just, um, it's just weird. It's like I, I absolutely love this, and I'm like, man, this is great. You're right. It's like one of the best TV matches for sure this year on any show. Honestly, it was really, really good. How is this the same show where we're seeing dudes in mustaches and wigs and dates and sushi restaurants and like, like weird shit? Uh, just it's, it's, it's a little weird. It's variety. Yeah, variety mm-hmm. show, I guess. But I, I really love this match. I'm still excited for Dragonov and Walter. Obviously, it was cool to see Walter come out here. He's gonna. He's staring him down. He's gonna pose off. You could do a lot here. Going down, you could do Walter d- retaining against Dragonov. Imperium wins the tag titles next week. Yeah. Walter and Imperium have all the, these tag title gold. Joe beats Cross, and at the next takeover, Joe versus Walter, title v title. Yeah. All yeah. the power, all the gold for Imperium and Walter and Ring Camp and. I would say this is. Uh... I would say shows they have faith that they kind of want to keep done around. Yeah. You know, having him go over here. Sure. He's not on my loser leaves town list, list sure. this week. Yeah, yeah. Dragonov either, obviously. Mm. Yeah. Dragonov is, Dragonov needs to be like the future of this business, man. He's, oh, he's, he's such a rocket. Yeah. Like he does something that's so slick in him. A lot of guys have their own style of how they maneuver in the ring. And it's like, it shows like, like in the video games, when you create your guy, you can select stance and like how you, you operate. And like the best people have their own weird ways. I can see it with like your Kurt Angles or even like your, your Bret Hart's or your Kenny Omega, the way he's like fluidy in the, mm. fluid in the ring and stuff. It's like this guy's like just like out there. He's balls to the wall, like slugging it, but he's so technical. Like, Believable yeah. as well. Yeah. Like, and I then I believe he, the strikes he delivers. Yeah. I believe his selling 100%. Yeah. Even in talking earlier today, I was like, dude, you're kind of like the full package. I know Sean and Hunter are huge on this guy. They're so high on this guy. You can see why. You're like, yeah, you yeah. should be. He sounded great. Yeah. and Really if, great showing. From and if it's tonight. like, yeah, it's just like. And you know the... what would have solidified that? Oh. Having him fucking win. <laughs> that means he's winning the title. Uh, I kind of want Walter to retain because I want my fantasy. Well, booking. is this to set up for Ilya Dunn again? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, fantasy booking here. Walter champ. Walter beats Dragonov. Imperium beat MSK. They're the ty- the champions. Joe beats Cross. Walter faces Joe, and Walter beats Joe for the title. And then you book this long story of Kyle v Walter. Right, he can take the title from from Walter. Okay. Not the UK title, but the NXT. But he beat both. Uh. Maybe there's some NXT UK title. I don't know. I don't know how it works. Booking double champs and stuff, but I don't know. I just want to see Joe versus Walter. Right. So they're like, if they're on the same show, we need yeah, to get I that want match. To see it. But this was a banger. Can't wait to see Dragonoff tie it up with like a Kyle or well, like. We forgot to mention the, the post match. Walter comes into the ring, stares at Pete Dunn because they've totally got some history. And then picks up Ilya, slaps the shit out of him. Oh, yeah. But Ilya counters the sleeper and starts, like, going after Walter. So Walter gets the hell out of there, but left the title. So Dragunov picks it up, holds up the UK title, and says, this is going to be mine. Come take over. So he still stands tall at the end. Just just really strange booking. But, but we had to, Dunn had to win. He just really had to win this week. Yeah, like everyone was talking about that Dragonov Walter match last year, but if you watch all his matches now, you're like, yo, this guy is sick. This Dragonov mm. kid, young chap. I uh, can't wait to see this match. Walter Dragonov, regardless of him losing tonight, I'm psyched for that rematch at TakeOver, definitely. 
I'm interested seeing Walter here. I want him more in the mix. Like I said, I want all these other matches that we can do with Walter. It's, it's I this this main event hit for me like 100%. Again, you can say all the negative stuff about NXT, and I totally get it. Told people maybe don't, they don't want to watch it anymore, but I say what is good wrestling, what I think is good wrestling, and this was to me good wrestling. So hey, that's it. Me, me too. I I still think this has been on a pretty good run of good shows. Uh, you've just got to divorce yourself from the talk out there. Um, well, the IWC, the most wretched place on the, the planet. So that was NXT. Why, why, get, uh, why get bummed about what could happen? That's right. Let's, let's enjoy the present, people. Yeah, enjoy the present. Yeah. I'm sorry Tyler Rust's gone. I'm sorry. Hey, man. It's the diamond mine's already falling apart. It's mm. sad times. I'm really still pat- pissed about Kona. We were waiting for that comeback. AEW. Oh, he's he's going to come out of prison now. He's he's free. He needs to be on a beach. Yeah. <laughs> Just chilling. I think Kona will be fine. Yeah. Because he's the finest. Exactly. Let's go to some feedback. Join the Up Next group on Facebook if you still use Facebook. Uh, we put up a, a thread there. I, still, I think still on the forum as well, right? Yes. Although uh, not many people are... They've migrated. Leaving there. So I think we'll probably just start sticking to the Facebook. Sure. Well, I'll start with Bobby, who writes in, you suppose Malcolm Bivens is hiring, or do you think that was a subtle jab to the higher-ups? Mm. In his little thing with, yeah. I think, Regal Re- there. Regal. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, I'll read the second one as well. Dylan writes in, almost didn't tune in tonight after how upset I was over recent releases and the rumors of changes to NXT. If those changes are going to happen, they certainly didn't hit tonight. Dragunov done slapped, though I'm not super happy with Dragunov losing. I get that Walter distracted him, but still. Kai and Saray slapped. Dolan's finisher was sick, and the matches announced for next week look to be bangers. Interesting note, Bivens gave his card to Casper Brothers, now known as the Creed Brothers. They were originally rumored to be in the Diamond Mine. I guess they're reverting on that. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Okay. Was that like a dot-com thing? Yeah, I did not see that. Right. Interesting. And he continues and ends with, oh, and if and if this edit isn't too late, Odyssey Jones' money, the look, the theme, the moveset, charisma, total package, Vince's wet dream, but the CWC seems to love him too. Yeah. We go to Sean McTeer who says, great episode tonight, nice middle finger to Vince and company. The opening match was great. Even though she lost it, it was Saray's best in NXT so far, in my opinion. I also dug the segment from Kyle and Cole. They both did a great job, though Cole is clearly more gifted on the mic and has the crowd on his side. Random notes, I like how they handled the breakout tournament match. Baxter's strategy made sense, but Jones was always going to win and seems on track to win it all. I also loved the MSK segment. Looks like NXT finally let them loose a bit. Oh, I, I feel oh. exactly the opposite. That yeah. felt very scripted. Uh, Gigi Dolan has one of my favorite finishes, and Samoa Joe had the line of the night with, this isn't about the title. I'm going <laughs> there to fuck him up. Never change, Joe. The main event was predictably awesome. Some may complain about the ending, but I liked it. Walter's interference made sense, and Dunn winning was just dirty enough to keep the, the one-on-one in place while giving Dunn a claim to a title shot after takeover, no matter who wins. Plus, Ilya got one over on Walter, finally. Looking forward to title Tuesday next week and takeover. If NXT's going down, they're going down swinging. That's it. That's it. I like it. Corey writes in, putting aside the controversies of NXT, I'm sure that will be discussed. He likes... I think he read this one. Oh. Uh, No. Oh, no, no. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, 
he Corey says Saray losing was an absolute massive bummer. I was expecting the loss considering, sorry, an expected loss considering she was up against Kai, but I really hope this isn't the beginning of a decline for her booking. No, I don't think so. She proved herself beyond a shadow of a doubt tonight that she should be a major player in the division, if not the title holder within a year. She has the charisma and the audience firmly on her side. It would be a shame if they just start having her eat pins left and right. No, one loss. Come on. It's okay. And it's against the person challenging the title. Yeah. Dunn Ilya was good, although having Ilya lose was dumb, even with the distraction. He's the number one contender for the title. He shouldn't be losing. And if they don't want him to give Dunn a loss, then book Ilya against someone who can take the loss. One thing I will say about NXT as an actual criticism that I've even had before the supposed changes is that they absolutely love booking themselves into corners with matches like the ones mentioned above. Was it really wise to have Dakota snap Saray's streak? Was it wise to have Ilya lose despite that? It's like the beginning and the end of the show were booked by two different people. <laughs> I like that they commit to a win, you yeah. know? Sure, yeah. Like, it, it's something that I'm fed up with on the main roster that it's always 50-50 booking or, book, or like, how do I, like, let's do a double count out. Let's do a disqualification. Dakota Kai is going against the champion. She's just beaten an, someone with an undefeated streak. That gives her some credibility sure, going to yeah. her biggest match of her career. Yeah. Um, the Ilya thing, I, I agree, was was dumb. But I like that it was still relatively clean from Dunn. It, yeah. I feel it gives him him something. Um, I don't know. Like It's what I like with AEW. They have clean, clear finishes majority of the time. I don't know. A lot of people go up on those aprons, though. They do. <laughs> There's always distractions. On but you're not aprons. getting... This one is thrown out due yeah, to yeah. disqualification. This one is thrown out due to this or whatever. Yeah, kind of what I, I I do always say is like, for me, it's like wrestling is all about the the person just wants to win matches. That's what it's about. You want to be the champion. That's literally the only yeah. story you ever need to really do. But you, of course, you add in a million different things. When you watch someone like a Dragunov, his promo is like, I need to win this. It's my destiny to win. I'm here to win. I'm here to wrestle. It's like, that's what the gimmick kind of was. Maybe that's why I'm super into that and stuff. But... Yeah, yeah. Um, I think there's one more. Okay, we go to Magan, who says, The past weekend was pretty hard to shake off so much, so I deleted the Twitter app so I can control myself from having to doom scroll about oh. any potential sea changes oh. from the old man. He's taking so it I went hard. into tonight <laughs> with this dark cloud hanging over NXT. Oh. Magan. Come on. Tonight, it's a TV show. <laughs> it's wrestling. It's wrestling. Come on, now. Come it's on, wrestling. Magan. It's all right. It's okay. It's all right. If it, there's other wrestling shows out there. You just really loved Tyler Rust. Yeah. I'm sorry Tyler Rust is gone. I yeah. keep saying it. <laughs> this was a pretty good episode. Dakota Kai versus Saray was good to, dis- uh, to despite miscasting Dakai and Gonzalez. Okay, ag- agreeing with the kind of miscasting there. Saray's someone to get behind down the line, and I hope she's not forgotten about. There were some good squashes. Gigi Dolan looked very good. The Grimes Knight saga is reaching its apex and Cole Kyler Riley going to a two out of three falls match will be a sign about Adam's future post takeover. The main event between Dunn and Dragunov was physical. It was a showcase for non-viewers of the UK brand. What Walter Dragunov 2 needs their attention. It'll be match of the year again. Yeah, I could see it definitely being that. Yeah, I mean, it's got a lot of people who are like, ah, so, you know, that could always, you're looking for the looking for the the high that yes yeah right but no it'll be it'll be great i can't wait to see that it was match. our match of the year as voted by, voted by all year. our up next experts that's right uh so that's feedback thank you guys for writing in um that was up next 
We talked about uh, the supposed funeral that everyone's talking about of NXT, but we're still fighting. We stay committed. We're NXT friends till the end. For life. There you go. NXT friends till the end. That should be on a shirt or something. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, So thank you guys. Uh, We'll continue to talk about NXT until it's last dying, until the CWC closes its doors or full sales stop, whatever it is. We got you. But we'll talk about other things too, like on our Patreon. Only five bucks a month. Go subscribe to all the other stuff we talk about. Movies, wrestling. And we'll be back tomorrow with Dynamite. Yes. 10.15 on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash upnextpodcast with B. D elite and make sure again to check out shot in the dark john Cena covering all the wrestling shows that future uh that former nxt stars will be on mm. very soon yeah dark he watches elevation he watches impact mlw nwa everything in 15 minutes in a podcast on this feed he wraps it up um i'm sure he'll be he talking wraps about- it up does he well no he's he's, he's got a kid i don't think he does that oh. uh he uh <laughs> We got to take shots at him now because we're, we're against them. It's us against them. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Listen to Sino. I, I want to listen to him this week because I want to hear what he has to, what, what's the deal with the acclaimed. Mm. Some of the things that were oh, happening yeah. over there. So mm. listen to him. Maybe cover. talk about that on BD Elite tomorrow. Yeah. Sino, Sino, he's just a good hand. You know, he's just yeah. a good hand here. He covers everything on Shot in the Dark and you should go listen to it. He's cooking up something in the post Up Next world. Mm. He was talking about the show Heels. But okay. I've, I've said too much. Interesting. I've said too much, and that's not for me to say. Uh, so go check out that yeah. show. It's free on this feed as well as BD Elite. Yes, we talk about Dynamite as well. If you want a different take to hear us talk about Lance Archer and his peanut butter tuna. Yes. And all that shit. I started listening to his podcast yesterday. He, he was talking about it? Uh, I've not got to that bit yet, okay. but I'm very excited. Yeah. So uh, go listen to us talk about Dynamite. And hey, if you watch these things on Tuesdays and Wednesday nights and want to join us on the Twitch chat, the, the chat's always fire because we, we love to, to hear your thoughts and, and stuff and join us and see what we look like and all that stuff. But we appreciate you. Uh, so thank you guys for listening. Um, it was, we, we got to hang out with the post-wrestling people this week, the Toronto people. And for all you people, you Postmarks, you BDE universe, Up Next people, you're all there in spirit. One day we'll be able to go to shows again and do live events and stuff like that. And we're super stoked to do that. And uh, congrats to Wei Ting. Congrats. Congrats to Wei Ting. Yeah. Fuck yeah. All right. I will go down on this ship. Is, is that- <laughs> I will hold my hands up and surrender. Is that the theme of NXT now? I think so. Like- you know when we used to have songs on our show? Yeah, for our theme? this would be it. That would be it tonight. Yeah, what would it be? Some like sad. Never mind, I'll find (laughs) someone like you. Which is AEW. Yeah. That's, yeah. I myself, Braden Harrington. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at TheBrayD. And you can find me at Davey Portman. Go follow us for pictures of us in our spiffy wedding attire. Yes. Yeah, we look nice. We look fresh. Just none taken by you. Take care, goodbye, be safe, and it's NXT to the end. Ahoy!
Get ready, Ohio. FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook, is coming to the Buckeye State. And to kick things off, you can get started with $100 in free bets as an early sign-on bonus. Plus, when you sign up today with promo code OHIO, you'll be all set for when FanDuel goes live in Ohio. Then you can bet on all your favorite teams in all your favorite sports with $100 in free bets. Just download FanDuel's top-rated sportsbook app. It's safe, secure, and super easy to use. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. 21 plus and present in Ohio. Bonus issued in non-withdrawable free bets that expire seven days after FanDuel accepts its first real money sports wager in Ohio. one Unique user identity verification required. Offer ends on the go-live date. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Ohio, this is your chance to get in on the action. Join today with promo code OHIO. Whether it's Kroger Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Kroger has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Kroger, fresh for everyone.